Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, 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 hello. We are back again. We're back. Welcome back. For episode 24, we're going to call this what? Kobe Bryant? Kobe Brown, oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, Black Kobe. Mamba episode. Yeah, Black Mamba episode. Yeah, episode 24 of Live Let Thrive. And I am your host, Micah, with my other host. I guess I'm the co host again <laughs> this week, like last week. <laughs> he just bogarted my show, man. How, how you been, Micah? Been good, man. Literally busy this week, but I've been good. And we have today, we actually have a, another Airbnb host joining us by the name of Charles Hawkins. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Give it up yourself. for Charles. Oh, yeah, give it up for Charles. Yeah, Charles. All right. What's going on, guys? Oh, just um, just living in this podcast world, you know? We're, we're all excited well, uh, to do this. I'm happy to be on the uh, Kobe episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you said you're a hardened guy, right? I'm the Harden guy for sure. Oh, yeah. well, he likes Kobe, so. He know. likes Kobe, and he doesn't like playing defense, but he's still a good player. You know, I'll give him that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he plays the reach-around defense. Already calling so. out my team, though. Man. <laughs> we don't hold back here on Live, Let, Thrive, Charles. Sorry. I'm not going to – I promise not to call you James this episode. Yeah, he's, yeah so. so you're a Rockets fan, huh? <laughs> so, Yeah. Are we going to dive into basketball or are we going to get into this Airbnb life? What's going on Both. here? Both. Okay. <laughs> Both. <laughs> so, uh, St- uh, Charles, I almost called you Steve. That time. Uh, Ch- Charles, go ahead and tell us like how you got yeah, involved that- in Airbnb and kind of what you were telling us earlier. All right. So, uh, it was actually an accident. Um, so, I went to uh, – I graduated from Kent State and uh, moved to Columbus. And I uh, didn't do anything, not really doing anything with my degree. I was just bartending. And uh, I was going out of town for like two or three weeks. And uh, I was worried about paying my rent and everything. This is about a year and a half ago. And uh, one of my friends mentioned putting it on Airbnb, so I did. And at the time, I didn't know how it worked. So I didn't know that you had to block dates off. <laughs> so I ended up getting bookings for like three or four months in advance. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I saw I saw what it could be, and uh, I added a few more. Uh, I've had a few hiccups on the way, but I added a few more, and uh, liking where it's going. Oh, nice! Um, so that's cool. So you you started it, and you got the Airbnb bug right away. I assume. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was honestly trying to make like a couple hundred bucks just to put towards rent, and uh, yeah, it ended up taking off a little bit. That's cool, man. Yeah, that's, so, how, that's how it usually starts. So did it end up like paying all your rent? Yeah, it paid all my rent and bills, and I had a little bit just uh, just from two weeks. I had a little bit left over. <laughs> oh man, so you were I living the made, life. I actually made money while I was on my trip. So, wow. you, so you, what did you have? What kind? Of, were you in an apartment or what? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I strictly do apartments. Uh, I'm trying to transition um, into some kind of like multi-family. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. So, so originally yeah, you rented maybe, out a one bedroom apartment or two bedroom. What was it? Uh, the original one was a one bedroom. Um, now I have two one two two bedrooms and one or two one bedrooms as well. Two two bedrooms and and 
One one bedroom? What was that? Two one bedrooms. Two one bedrooms. Oh, cool, cool. Okay, so so right now you're strictly doing subleasing, right? Yeah. Yeah, nice. but I'd like to start building equity you know, at some point. Yeah, yeah, because I see, figured you're on bigger pockets. You want to build equity. It's, it's so because I remember you were saying like you got three listings and how many how many trips have you done with those three listings? Um, I'm up near 300 right now, just in the past year and a half. Dang, <laughs> that's like so that's like a hundred trips a year, pretty much on each one, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's getting up there. Yeah, uh, the past three months I've been at a 96 percent booking rate. Wow, man. You're killing it. You're killing it. So, like, because I know with there's regulations with subleasing, and a lot of people, I, I do see a lot of people asking, like, hey, how do you sublease? Um, are there any regulations where you are against subleasing, or are you kind of going the uh, easier to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission route? Well, um, I tried that um, with one. I added one. Uh, the thing was doing great, and... Uh, I, it was a sublease. Uh, me and my girlfriend were living there. Uh, she's in uh, physical therapy school, so she was in town for a couple months. We signed a six-month lease, so I moved out after two months. Had it for another four months. And I figured I'll put it on Airbnb. Um, it did not. It did not go well. So oh, no. I, uh, yeah, yeah. So I uh, eventually had to stop. But uh, I feel like it's just better to be upfront about it. Um, Especially if you want to do multiple listings, because uh, something would happen to have, like uh, like a couple of them at once, and you have two, three apartments sitting on your hands that you you can't live in all three of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you always sign like three to six month leases instead of doing like month to month. Um, no, I like to try to do yeah six to twelve months, but uh, as long as I can get it in the lease or the apartment complex is fine with it. Really. Um, is usually what I what I look for. It's tough to find a lot of times. You gotta look for a lot of independent uh, owners, not actual big apartment complexes, because usually they hate it. So a lot of them they know right away what Airbnb is, or you have to explain it to them. Um, I have to explain it to a lot of them. Um, I was actually looking for one in downtown Columbus, and I told the guy what I was gonna do, and uh, she started asking a lot of questions about it. A month later, the same exact apartment he has it listed under his name on Airbnb. So. <laughs> <laughs> I knew when he he started getting real in detail about the question, like real detailed. So I, was, I knew what was happening, but so what should I charge? Point. I mean, what should want somebody <laughs> charge? So okay, so you're, you're pretty much subleasing. You do tell. So it sounds like you're pretty much telling them up front, "Hey, I want to Airbnb your spot." Um, how like. Because I know a lot of people ask, like, how's it? How are you going about getting furniture for your places? Uh, I go through. Uh, I tried Craigslist. Um, it's a little sketchy. Uh, you don't really know what you're going to get a lot of times. I love Wayfair. Uh, they ship it right to your door, and they usually have a lot of great deals. What was that? Um, but I just kind of like Wayfair. Wayfair so online. You ever watch HGTV? Yeah. That's every other commercial is a Wayfair commercial. Wayfair. Yeah, W-A-Y-F-A. Yeah, they ship it. Like, they can ship you like a whole sectional couch on there. You're just going to put it together. <laughs> oh, prices. dang. We got to, yeah, I guess we got to add take, that one. You know, they put it in their shows. Yeah, they have like, like hands uh, and knees, like sweating, man, putting that stuff together. But it's, it's worth it. <laughs> Is it pretty cheap? Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's good. It's good furniture for Airbnbs. 
uh, and it's good price. I don't think it's something that like I would want to live on forever. Some of it's not the most comfortable stuff. But so like the sectional, uh, how much? How much those sectionals cost? Uh, I just put together a new Airbnb and got a leather sectional for it. I think I got it for five fifty. Oh, it's not bad. That ain't brand bad. new. Yeah, brand new. You just got to put it together. Nah. Yeah, nice. I mean, a lot of it's just, uh, like, taking time to look through deals, like uh, going to Value City, uh, looking at their clearance section, stuff like that, you know? I mean, you can always find deals. Yeah, yeah, because I, I go the, um, what I do is I do the uh, I do the Facebook Marketplace route, and I never heard of Wayfair. I'm, I'm definitely have to look into that, because I guess I don't watch HGTV. HGTV, yeah. Yeah, I watch, like, the, the streaming service of it. So I get. I guess I missed the commercials. Yeah. Wow! So Wayfair, I gotta look that up, man. I get into yeah, that. it's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. They have, I mean, they have anything and everything, and they have every price range. I mean, if you want a real small, like uh, I always do, like sofa couches for the living room, or like my the section I got like lays down so you can turn it into a bed. Oh, sweet! They have all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. So on your two bedrooms, like you said, you have a two bedroom apartment, right? Yeah. How many? What's your maximum guests, and how much are you charging a night? Um, I put it at seven guests, and uh, for I, my price is very usually, but for the weekdays, I usually keep it around one twenty-five to one fifty. And weekends, um, it really depends because, like right now, Ohio State's playing like every other weekend. Uh, so I that's my team. That's my like team. Go Buckeyes. Go Bucks. <laughs> Dang! So you're busting down like one twenty-five for just an apartment, right? Yeah, yeah. One, I'd usually do around one twenty-five a night with a forty-dollar cleaning fee. Oh, uh, that's damn. for that's for really all of them. So, you, so you're close to some good stuff over there. Um, it's. I mean, I try to make it nicer. Like, uh, they're all like they're all about the same size. Like, they're all around a thousand square feet. But I try to put some really nice things in them. Okay. Nice decorations, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Let's go back a little bit because I want to know about because you 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 just started. You know, someone told you about Airbnb. You said, "Okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna start." How did you go about starting? What did you do? What kind of stuff did you put in your place? And um, and how much did you? How did you know to charge? You know, how much did you know to charge? Because I'm in the beginning phases actually myself. Mike has been doing it for a little while, but uh, I'm I'm starting out right now, and I'm just I I mean I I, I feel I feel like I want to mess with the prices every day. I'm like oh crap, you know I didn't get a ding today. I want to mess with the prices, and I'm just I'm just paranoid as hell. And um, I I put the you know I got the furniture in. I got everything together, and it and it's and it's running pretty good. Every day since I started it, actually, but I just want to know how you did it, and and uh, yeah, your whole your beginnings. So for me personally, um, there was a big, big learning curve. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of a messy person by nature, <laughs> so yeah. Like uh, if my girlfriend was here, she, I'm sure she would be going off right now. But <laughs> I'm a little bit messy by nature. But uh, so I didn't know up to what standard um it needs to be so i'm on vacation the very first time i ever had a renter um and i didn't clean my apartment before i left oh, but i left yeah. the key there cause i didn't i didn't think anyone would rent it like i'm like oh no one's gonna rent my little apartment you know yeah and yeah it was uh it was bad so uh i hired uh, i got one of my friends to go over and uh clean it for me and i was gonna give her like a hundred hundred dollars 
And she texted me like, that place was filthy. Like, you better give me at least 200. <laughs> Dang, that bad? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh she, oh, she said it was bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been living there for about eight months, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a messy person. I, I'm, I'm working on it, you know. But uh, so there was a learning curve. And after that, like, uh, like a big thing was for me was I'm not good at cleaning, obviously. Uh, so I need to facilitate other people to clean. And it's tough finding a good staff. Uh-huh. That was the biggest thing for me to take it to the next, get the next apartment going. And just adding, like, little touches for the guests, you know, that can kind of fetch you out. Like, I like to put, like, little snacks in the apartment and customized notes and things like that. Like, uh, I had a wedding party, or they were getting ready for their wedding in my apartment. So I put, like, two bottles of, like, champagne in there, like, so they can make mimosas in the morning while they're getting ready. Nice. Just, like, little touches like that, I think, is what really sets, sets you apart. So, so who does your decorating? Uh, my girlfriend helps a lot, yeah. Okay. Because, uh, I mean, I just like a bunch of, like, wooden stuff. Like, I had, like, jerseys on the wall. Uh, I had fishing poles hanging up on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sounds... yeah I, had, I had to change it up a little bit. So, yeah. so the learning curve. You had the first guests come in, right? And, yeah. Um, and and it was, uh, hopefully it was clean by then, by the time they got there. Yeah, yeah, it was it was clean. It was it was. She did a great job. And how much did you price it at? See, when I first started out, I didn't think anyone would rent it, so I rented it out for like I think it was like fifty or sixty dollars a night. Okay, and so you paid more on the cleaning fee than what you made from the visit. What'd you say? Did you make? Did you pay more on uh, for the cleaning fee than you did than you made for the whole visit? No, because it ended up. Um, I ended up staying for twelve days, and uh, oh, I got nice. really lucky. Um, the people that stayed. Um, it was, he was an Airbnb host in Columbus, and he was he had a guest staying at his place, so he was looking for a cheap place to stay while the guest was staying at his house. <laughs> That's awesome. So he's yeah, paying so fifty he and charging a hundred. Like helped me out a lot. Oh, cool, cool. Oh, yeah, oh, she started giving because uh, he was like, "You need to get like some white sheets in here, man. Like get white towels." Because I had like like blue sheets with like red <laughs> pillows, green pillows, like all kinds of different towels, like no washcloths, no nothing. Like, Oh, wow. Wow. See, that's what I got right now. All kinds of every color in the book. You know? Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like when you go to a hotel, like you kind of, like they have everything is like white. It right. Looks nice and clean. So I do, I make sure to do that for all my apartments, all white comforters, sheets, towels, washcloths, because, you can see, like, you can tell it's clean, you know, it's dirty at all, you can see it. Yeah, I, I mostly stay at motels, you know, pay by the hour. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna do that, actually, because I, I do white, and then I do blue, like the hotel blue, like the upscale uh, ones, I guess, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to do yeah. that. That's a good hint, just I'm a good tip to do all white. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to take my stuff back to Ross, man. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of, especially for, like, the first-time travelers, you know, because they're a little sketchy. Um, especially when I see my profile picture sometimes, because uh, I have the same picture on bigger pockets that I do for Airbnb. So I think a lot of times I think I'm like a younger kid. So the white kind of helps them realize like it's clean, like it's just been washed, just put on the bed. How, how old are you, man? I'm 24. 24. That's 20. a good age to start. That's what you are, Micah, right? Oh, you're 20. <laughs> 25 what are you 28 28 oh okay yeah. my okay. wife's 25 oh okay mine too yeah. what's up so i mean, i'm 40 so that's 
that's pretty cool that you're already 24. You got three subleases, and you're looking to get further into real estate. Um, like, because I know you are into real estate. So, like, are you looking for any type of investments in any type of real estate? Purchase any real estate anytime soon? Yeah, uh, I'm really interested in multifamilies. Um, like bigger pockets. That's why I spend so much time on there. Um, I love listening to these kind of podcasts. You know, I just, uh, I'm just, I'm, I really like the multifamily aspect of things. Yeah. Did you ever think you were going to be on a podcast? Uh, no, it actually never really crossed my mind. Uh, <laughs> I listen to them all the time. <laughs> yeah, well, now you're on the other side of the mic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I'm not looking forward to hearing my voice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it takes a while to get used to, man. Trust me. I love my voice, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, Columbus, Ohio. Did we have yeah. did we have another guest from Ohio? I don't think so. Not, not I don't think so. Okay, I listen to a million podcasts, so maybe I, you know, it's like the dream world. Which is dream world? Which is reality? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Ohio, man, that's a good place to invest. I hear. I hear. Is it? Yeah, it's uh, the the market here is uh, it's booming right now. Yeah, and you know what else is from the campus of Ohio State? Chris Buff- Carter. Buff- <laughs> Chris Carter. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, Buffalo Wild Wings was birthed there. Really? The campus of Ohio State. That. Yeah. Oh, man. Maybe not on the camp. Well, it was around the campus. Whatever. That's where it started. Buffalo Wild Wings. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang! Billion dollar company. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. It's awesome. Go Buckeyes, baby. Right. <laughs> so what? Like, so you've been doing Airbnb for how long? A year and a how long? Um, it's a little less than a year and a half. A little less than a year and a half. So, out of that yeah. year and a half, I know because we were, we were talking. I said I know you have some crazy stories, but let's start off like this. What What are your pros and cons of Airbnb? Well, one of the pros is you get to meet a lot of people. Uh, mm-hmm. Whether that's good or bad for you, you know. But uh, I've met a lot of, like, great people. You make a lot of connections through it. Um, like, even just here in Columbus, I've had other hosts come and stay at some of mine. And, uh, you know, I still I still talk to a lot of them today. Uh, the guy that, the first guy to ever stay with me, his name was Ben. Uh, I still talk to him. Like, I just talked to him last week. He's uh, helping me look for a multifamily. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, see, and I, yeah. I, someone wrote that today, like, what are the pros and cons of Airbnb? And that was one of the first things I said. I said, you get to meet really cool people, and I've actually made real right. estate contacts, you know? Yeah. All right, so that's cool. He's helping yeah, you look for uh, it. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's just, uh, it's cool. You do meet a lot of good people that you just, you know, you wouldn't meet them if you weren't doing this kind of thing. Yeah, and it's good. He's helping you look for a multifamily and helping you build your business, essentially. Yeah. So are you are you trying to uh, live in your multifamily and house hack and do Airbnb on the other side, or how are you going to run it? Um, I'm not completely sure yet. I think I definitely want to house hack it. But the uh, problem with doing the Airbnb is uh, you need to be in a good location, and good location in Columbus right now is uh, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty pricey. Good point. So I'm trying to figure out how much I want to put in with everything. Have you ever thought about, like, because I know you have your, um, are your, um, are your apartments in good locations? Yes. Are you? Have you ever thought about doing like a corporate rental on your apartment? There is a couple agencies that already do it in in my in one of my apartment complexes. Oh really? Yeah, I forget what they're called. Uh, 
maybe like Westgate or something like that. But uh, they're like all over Columbus. Really? Yeah, there's probably uh, three or four corporate housing in one of my apartment complexes. Wow. So, I, yeah, I would. Yeah, it's very. Have you very ever thought about uh, just like listing your place for like, I don't know, however much your rent is, like double or triple that? Or however much you make on Airbnb a month? No, I've never thought about that. Oh, yeah. Because then it's less work for you because I know you're trying to get, like, what, multiple yeah. units, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another idea just to run by you. Yeah, so, I like that. So, Charles, do you, you run and manage your, your Airbnbs yourself or you have someone help you? Um, I manage uh, – I have one co-host, a buddy from high school, um, for one of them. We went – that was my second one that I ever did. We went on together. Um, I have a funny story about that one, but uh, we yeah. went on that together. We still have that one today. It does very well. Um, but other than that, I manage all of them currently myself. So what's the um, funny story? Well, we uh, we rent this place together. So the apartment, We put the apartment under his name. Okay. And uh, we pay the bills every month and everything. And uh, we never check our mailbox. <laughs> like, is it, he has a key. I don't even have a key to the mailbox. We never check our mailbox. So about three months goes by, and uh, on our statement for our, like, uh, apartment statement per month, it says there's, like, a $10 charge for electricity. Huh. So she assumed that it was the electric bill. So in the middle of the night, like, our one of our hosts comes, or one of our guests comes back, and our power gets turned off in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> and she... She calls me, and I'm, I'm at work, uh, and she goes, hey, uh, it's dark in your apartment. I was like, oh, it's, it might just be a power outage in the area. She's like, no, all your neighbors have a, have their lights on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I she can't, I can't even say what I, what I actually said. <laughs> but uh, she, she, it was like the worst guess it could happen to, because she stayed with me like once a month, like Sunday through uh, Sunday. Every single month, she had, like, a standing reservation. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so we ended up getting her, like, flowers and chocolates and wine and everything, <laughs> trying to make it up to her. <laughs> she's, like, uh, she's like, I can't stay in an apartment that's dark, you know? Like, we got, like, a hotel room and everything. Oh, so you, so you got her hotel room? Yeah, because uh, we, couldn't, we couldn't figure out how to get the power back on. We called and hey, we had like it was like a five hundred dollar electric bill. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, it was terrible, man. It was. I laugh about it now, but I was not laughing that. <laughs> <laughs> so you learned to receive all your bills via email from then on, right? Yes. Yeah, I transferred them all over. It was. Uh, it was an experience, man. You live, live and learn. But that's interesting because, like, you you went out of your way to try to cater. To this mm-hmm. awesome guest, you know, and you hear it all the time in the hospitality hospitality industry. You know, someone's a uh, someone goes to that hotel a lot. They give them rewards, you know, gold gold membership or pre- uh, platinum and all that stuff, or a casino where you spend a lot of money at. They treat you, they give you free rooms, all that crap. And um, and you and yeah, you 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 know, you knew she was like this important um, guest for y'all, and you went out of your way. You bought it, like you said, flowers, wine, all this stuff. And um, I guess she still left because you were saying that. <laughs> but, she ended up coming back the next day. Oh, oh okay. Beautiful, beautiful. And um, yeah, see that, uh, 
Go ahead. I, I was just I was just I was nervous because she had such a, she had so many reservations with us. Yeah. And you know, you want to give the best experience you possibly can. Mm-hmm. That's hospitality, man. I love it. And that's what um yeah. one of the things I was gonna ask uh, Micah because like he he threw someone he pushed threw someone my way that because he couldn't accommodate she wants to stay for for a few months and um and she's gonna pay big bucks so mm-hmm. if I land this this is a big a big account to land so if she ever called and say hey I don't like how the washer machine is washing I might go buy a new washing machine <laughs> or something <laughs> like that because like yeah, you gotta treat her good because she's spending thousands of dollars if she, you know. If she does stay, whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, man, you just you just have to go out of out of your way to to please the guests, and that's cool. That's what's cool about Airbnb. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think some of the most important things about it is uh, the hospitality. I mean, it's it's what makes it different from other things. You, know, you get to meet people, connect with people, and you have a chance to really do that through Airbnb. Like, you can make their stay as good as you want or as bad as you want. I guess. Yeah. Exactly. And, and you know what? What's good, like about how you're starting off, um, I think it's good to start off as an Airbnb host in the real estate world because you you kind of develop that hospitality mentality, the hospitality mentality. <laughs> you, you develop that hospitality <laughs> mentality. But because a lot, not a lot of people like even a lot of people they they're used to being landlords because a lot of the people I, uh, I I work with they're used to being landlords and when they think of Airbnb. They think they're just in control of everything. I'm like, no, nah, you have to cater to these people. You know what I mean? It's right. y- you lose that you lose that feeling of power. You know, when you're a landlord, you're just like do this, 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 and this. You know, you write out all these rules, which you do on Airbnb, but you're doing it and you're catering to people. And if you keep that mentality, man, you're gonna go far. You know, especially you already got three units. You're about to get a duplex, man. You're definitely on the right track. So, so you listen to Bigger Pockets, right, Charles? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember episode, I guess there's several episodes, but Brandon was talking about um, dipping his toe into the Airbnb world, and he's renting out this one place kind of close to some lake or something over there in Seattle, or in Washington, and, um, and someone was, he said, yeah, I just hate it when they start bugging you with stupid questions. Like One guy was like, yeah, do you have public transportation? And he's like, yeah, we, we got public transportation. Um, so what's the, what's the bus schedule? What's the train schedule like? It's like... Well, look it up. It's on Google. Like, I'm like, damn. <laughs> I just hate getting pestered with stupid questions. I'm like, dude, you got it. That's part of it, man. And, and, and you know what? I got hit up with some stupid questions yesterday. And, and I just catered to the guy. Yeah, I mean, that's, 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 that's basically all Airbnb is, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's what they do, though. I mean, I like I have a little guest book in there that try I try to put it in there. Anytime I get a different question that I haven't heard, I put it right in the guest book. Like, what's your favorite place to eat in this location? I have a big list of places I like that my girlfriend likes. Like uh, I feel like wine bars go here, I feel like beer goes here. Like stuff like that. I mean that's a that's a big part of Airbnb is answering those kind of questions. Yeah, and most of the people asking questions I notice there's sometimes the people that don't use Google I mean, because most of the time you just Google what they're looking for. Because I ain't gonna lie, because like, most of my timeshares, I I don't really know what's around in the neighborhood. Like they'll ask, "Hey, so uh, is it?" Because this guy was bringing a trailer to the unit yesterday, and he's like, "Hey, do you know a good storage place?" And I'm like, I just Googled it real quick and gave him the phone number, and he le- ended up leaving me a five star yeah. review. He's like, "Hey, yeah, this guy's really helpful. He showed me where to." Park my trailer. I have no idea what this storage place was, but hey, it worked. You sent him to the hood or something. 
I don't know if it was knee deep in the hood or what, but it worked. Man, I had a uh, older couple. This was probably like a couple weeks ago. Um, it was their first time on Airbnb, and uh, they called and said, "Like, how do we get from the airport? Like, what's the directions from the airport to your apartment?" And my, it's real, it's real close to the airport. I mean, usually people just Google it, you know. But I actually uh, offered to go and pick them up. I ended up going and picking them up from the airport and bringing them to the uh, to the actual apartment, letting them in and everything. Nice, above and beyond. Yeah, so that's that's the kind of thing that like sets you out. Yeah, because I've picked up my uh, guests while they've been drunk, so you know that's always a good one too. <laughs> so <laughs> I haven't done that yet. <laughs> no, but I mean you got to go above and beyond because like the last guest um, who stayed in my upstairs, he actually gave me an idea of maybe I should start kind of Uber service just for my guests because it cost him seventy bucks to go twenty minutes up the road and back, you know, because oh, of wow. the. Just because of the, the, the game and stuff. Because we live in Arlington, Texas. We're right down the street from the Cowboy Stadium. But I, oh, I was thinking, awesome. and me and Steve, we're both like, dang, we could make some big bucks just by, you know, becoming drivers for our guests. Shuttle service, yeah. Yeah, like a little sh- shuttle service. So, And, and I think those things will yeah, give you should, those, those five-star reviews. And what uh, a yeah, cool... You should definitely uh, Go ahead. advertise that on your listing. Yeah. Oh, big time. Oh, yeah. And a, and a cool... Yeah, I think that's a... I'm sorry? Go ahead. No. Go oh, ahead. okay. I uh, know you were talking about like uh, restaurants or recommendations from the the guests, you know, and and a cool byproduct of this because my uh, my first guests were like, yeah, um, what are some good spots to eat at? Where I said, okay, uh, what kind of stuff you're looking for, you know? And um, they said, well, we're gonna get in tonight about ten thirty p.m. So you know any good spots and all that? And I was thinking, well, restaurants that I know, which is only like four or five go tos that aren't chain restaurants. I don't want to listen to a chain restaurant, right? McDonald's. Hey, McDonald's, yeah, <laughs> Burger King. <laughs> and so I, um, so there's only a couple. There's a, there's a handful of go tos that we we like them, so we go there. And um, but so, so I was thinking, but but most of those are closed by ten thirty, eleven o'clock. Kitchen closes. And so I just I just recommended some sports bars or whatever. But I was thinking and, and I was thinking, I was like, man, I, I really need to get out and try different things just for the fact I can recommend places to people that are coming to town. Mm-hmm. And I get to, you know, experience different restaurants at the same time. And of course it's a business expense, right? And and so I get to try different spots, write it off as a business expense, and um I'll have more information for the guests as you know, when as they come in and I can tell them which ones to go to. And um, it's it's just like a it's a cool byproduct of, of Airbnb. I I can tell you a way to do that by with that by saving money. Oh, what this is what I do. Google, kind of, because <laughs> uh, I, I have a, you have a guidebook. Uh, I haven't filled out a guidebook yeah, yet. I have a guidebook about this thick in all of my rooms. What uh, I do is I just get on Google, I look up what's good, and what I do is if it's like a five star restaurant. I'll just copy and paste someone's uh, review of the place. Like, hey, this place is great. It has this, this, and this. And I'll put it in the guidebook. Good idea. Oh, nice. So then they'll know, oh, well, this, you know, this place is good. You know what I mean? Just kind of, or you can, you can go to other restaurants, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you can be the cheap way like me. <laughs> I yeah. have a, uh, I have a guest book that, like, it has my favorite restaurants and then, uh, I leave, like, a space for the guests to write. Like, if they went to a restaurant that they like, they can write, like, what they liked about it, what they got to eat, you know, stuff like that. So they can kind of talk to other guests that they after them. That's a good idea. I need to, I need a guest book. See, I have a guidebook. I need a guest book. 
I need to get on that tonight. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, you can just type one up, you know, you just kind of give them a nice greeting and everything when they get there. And, like, do you ever talk to the local businesses and say, hey, I, you know, I got a spot, I got a lot of people coming to town, you know, you want to give them a coupon or give them some kind of incentive to come here, let me know, or something like that? Um, I've done it a couple times. Um, I've had a few big days of, like, um, like a month or more. Um, I always try to get them, like, a gift basket or something, but uh, a lot of times, mostly in Columbus, my stays are uh, one to three nights usually um i most of the time i would say that i don't get more longer than three nights so it's kind of tough to keep it going for each guest but i have such a high turnover rate yeah yeah so who so who goes in there and turns it over for you you said you don't clean right i do not clean uh no that is for my for my guest sake i do not clean um <laughs> Uh, I was um, I was a bartender when I first moved to Columbus, and I just kind of had like friends that were looking for extra money, um, and it just got to the point where uh, it was just too much of a hassle, reliability. Um, so I switched over to a professional cleaning company, and it's been uh, a great choice. Uh, I love it. I usually just send them a picture of my schedule for the month, um, oh. try to give them like twenty four hour notice if I get a uh, late booking, uh, and they take care of everything. Uh, like three or four sets of sheets. Uh, one goes with them, gets cleaned. One's on the bed, and there's a backup set in the closet for however many beds there are. That's awesome. Question. So, like, let's say, have you had any problems out of them? Like, they can't show up, so you had to go to a backup cleaner? Yeah, yeah. I kept uh, – there's not too much of a professional cleaning company. Um, and there was there's only been twice so far, and they let me know the night before, so I had time to – get it scheduled and everything, get someone else in there. But they're usually pretty good about it. Um, I have, like, a contract that I try to, like, I give them. It's not, like, a binding thing, but it's just, like, what I expect. Um, so, like, I know stuff happens. Uh, things pop up. And you got to go and do stuff. So it's fine. Like, it doesn't bother me. It's, like, every once in a while they have to leave and they can't make it as long as they give me some kind of notice that's not 30 minutes before a guest checks in or something like that so they um do they you, you said you charge a 40 dollar cleaning fee do they clean it for 40 dollars or does it cost more than that um it usually, sometimes it costs more than that um it just kind of depends on the clean um usually if a guest stays for a night most of the time it's not too like the place isn't too dirty um, usually forty dollars is right around the standard cleaning price, forty to fifty. Most guests probably probably leave it pretty clean, right? I mean, or is there some guests that went in there and just totally trashed the place? Um, for the most part, I've only had a few guests that it was just kind of like the place was real messed up. But uh, <laughs> one was recently. I went in, they had like it was no joke. They stayed for about a week. There was probably about more than ten bottles, big bottles of Hennessy that were completely gone. Oh, wow. Dang, didn't even leave you none? Yeah, and they were just, like, sitting on the floor, like, everywhere. Oh, my gosh. They're partying yeah, hard. Yeah, so I have a, not too many problems. Uh, every once in a while, you know, you got people smoking in there and stuff like that. So, question, since, uh, do you allow smoking on your listing, or? No, I do not. Uh, just because, like, I, I have neighbors and everything. Okay. Um, and and I, I don't like I want the place to smell like that because you might have one guest that likes it, but the next guest 
probably isn't going like it. Yeah, because I was gonna. That was my next question: was how does that affect future guests and whatnot? Yeah, I mean, personally, like I probably wouldn't care um, at all. But uh, it's just like dogs and cats. Like I don't allow animals just because the next guest could have an allergy. Um, yeah, so I that, think that it's more of like a consideration for the next guest. Yeah, that, that you, that's the exact reason I don't allow pets. I mean, it's not that I'm against pets. It's just that next guest. Because my mom's real big on that. Like, she knows, like, not to... Like, my mom's... Uh, she pretty much breeds dogs. And she was saying this same... She was telling me that. She was like, okay, if you allow pets, you're going to have to attract a certain amount of guests, certain type of guest. Because if someone's hyperallergenic, has allergies, it, it really jacks stuff up. So, yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah, I, uh, I really... I've had... I mean, you always get messages from people saying, like, we're only staying for a night. We don't have anywhere to put our dog. And I feel bad because I really do, like, I mean, I have mine set on Instant Book. Like, I welcome anyone and everyone. I just can't. The pets, I just can't do. So a question, I mean, for both of you, because I'm just starting off. So Instant Book, let's say someone, oh, boom, Instant Book's your place, right? And, and whatever. And then they message you and say, oh, by the way, yeah, I got a, you know, a, a dog or something or whatever. Is it cool? Like you said, for one night, you can, you can, turn, you can um, turn them down or cancel the Instant Book without getting binged? Or how, or how does that work? You can cancel three. You can cancel three Instant Books. Without getting dinged. But, but what if it's blatantly going against what you said on your, on your Airbnb that you don't allow pets don't and they're let, trying to... Don't let the pet in. No, yeah, I know, but, but I mean, you're, you, that cancellation goes against you. Be, don't you, cancel it. Just tell them they can't bring their pet. So, like, so let's I say... I think that's another big reason you need to always do all your, like, conversating with the guests through, conversing with the guests through Airbnb's app. Because they can actually go in and look at the conversation. Oh, okay. Cool. Now, that's a good yeah. point. I didn't know. I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah, that. because yeah, this dude. When you start texting outside, it gets the he said, she said kind of stuff. If you do every keep everything in the app, they can go in and look. Well, nice. one thing I, I did find out was, like, let's say you file a complaint against someone, which I've been in this situation. Airbnb will allow you to show to send them pictures of text messages between you and the guest oh, wow. and what you can do is at the if you well, if you have an iPhone I don't know if you have an Android if you have an iPhone what you can do is if you leave their number at the top of the text you know their number shows up and prove that it's them then they'll 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 back you up on a few things hmm. yeah on a few things oh, wow. but, I didn't know yeah yeah that, I, it's happened to me um, cuz I had a, a guest even today a guest booked one of my rooms and uh he was trying to send somebody else to the room after he booked it, but he sent it to me in text. Like, hey, I'm going to send my friend John out to pick up the keys. And I'm like, no, 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 you have to pick up the keys. And then I, he said something else back like, um, do I have to be there physically? And I was like, yeah, and then I never heard back from him. So I'm guessing, yeah. Oh. So, yeah, it is better to talk through the app because I usually send out text messages. And I'm gonna, me and my wife are talking about that. We're going to stop doing that because, yeah, you, you, you can kind of – it turns into like a hassle if something happens. Yeah, it just, uh, it's easier because, I mean, I've had a few. I mean, you always kind of run into bad people in these things, but uh, mm-hmm. um, you just have a few people who might not, like, I mean, they just have kind of a malicious intent towards you uh, for whatever reason, and it's easy just to call Airbnb and say, hey, they left this bad review because of this, uh, and then they can actually just go into the app and see it. Wow. I yeah. didn't know that. 
I thought they were like 100% on the guest side, from what I hear. Uh, depends yeah, on I mean, it takes, uh, Go it ahead. takes some stuff to get stuff. It takes, uh, I mean, it takes a little bit to get some uh, reviews taken down. Wow. Yeah, because so I... So you've, you've had reviews taken down before? Um. Yeah, recently, Um. this was like last week, uh, I had a guest, he got really upset because he booked, has a five-day no-cancellation policy. Um, he booked... On like a Tuesday, and I was just checking it Wednesday. But Tuesday morning, tried to cancel it at like nine thirty at night. Oh dang! I was like, I can't cancel that, man. I guess because I'm not gonna get it booked by nine thirty. And uh, I called Airbnb, and then he said uh, he was gonna stay. And uh, I went there that night to see like if he checked in. He's like a lost box service, and uh, he wasn't there um, at like twelve one ish. He wasn't there, and uh, he tried to write like a bad review. Wow. Just because I was my cancel's review. Um, have you ever thought about doing using like a remote lock so you know who go, who's going in and out? Yeah, I have thought about that because uh, I I just do the lock box and uh, I try to change the lock or the code for each guest, but uh, it gets a little annoying. I have to go over there and change <laughs> it every day, every other day. Yeah. If you if you if you go to remotelock.com, one of the locks I, I've only been using this lock for a month now or so and. Uh, it's really cool. You can set up the like it actually integrates with Airbnb. You can just go ahead and set up their code right when they book, and then you just set it for the date and time that they check in and check out. And it also it sends you an email when they go in and out the door. You can set it up to send you an email or a text when someone goes in and out, and you can put their name on it so wow. you know who goes in and out your door. It actually works with Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. It's called the Remote Lock. Wow. If, yeah, it's one of their. Um, it's one of the ones that Airbnb advertises. Yeah, that's, I'm definitely gonna check that out. Yeah, they're they're a bit pricey. I think it's like $269, but it's well worth it. Like if someone enters your house that ain't supposed to, or and it deletes their yeah. codes automatically. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's uh-huh. really been useful for me and my wife. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna look into that. So you ever pissed off your neighbors? Um, that's uh, you remember the apartment that I was telling you about? The Airbnb did not work out at. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what happened, yeah. Um, uh, they they messaged me and said, hey, do you care if we smoke inside? I said, no. Uh, smoke, you can, you're more than welcome to smoke outside. Um, so I got, right outside is all outdoor, and uh, I had neighbors straight across the hall. And uh, they went outside, and I didn't realize how much they were going to be smoking. They were only there for three days. My neighbor calls and said they put out all their cigarettes in their plant. Oh, no. Damn. Yeah, they're kind of dramatic people, so I was like, oh, like, I'll clean it out, like, I'll get you to play it. And uh, so the, I messaged the people, told them to stop, had a nice way. Um, they did not stop for three days, and I get there. There was no joke, probably about, like, 70 to 100 cigarette buds in, like, two or three plants. Jeez. <laughs> Damn, that sucks. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> and by that point, they had already complained to the apartment complex, like, two or three times. <laughs> So, because when you have guests like that, you said you you still do instant book, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think that's a big tool in getting more booking. Yeah, it is. It is. It's really big. Yeah, you're right. I still use it too, but I was just wondering, like, have have you decided to stop using it since you've had guests do things like that? No, I think I still think the good outweighs the bad on that. Um, 
I mean, for every bad guess that you have, I think you have, you know, a 25 good guess. So, I mean, you're always going to run into people trying to take advantage of that. And, uh, I mean, it's a shared economy, so you're always going to run into people trying to take care of that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know. What, um... I mean, anything else. Okay, uh, real quick, back to the pet thing. Um, what if they say it's a service animal? Do you have to let them stay there? I'm actually not sure. I've never ran into that. Uh, yeah, I had that come up on the other day. Um, and I just straight told them, um, I'm not allowed to, uh, I'm not allowed to allow your dog because of, uh, the, the resort. You know what I mean? Um, now I, I know that they can come out. See, this is the interesting thing about Airbnb compared to hotels. A hotel cannot deny you if you have a service dog. Airbnb, yeah, you can kind of deny them. You know what I mean? So I wonder what, like, because Airbnb is oh, now yeah. playing. Ho- Airbnb is now paying hotel taxes, so they're they're treated as a hotel company now. You know what I mean? So I wonder what kind of mm-hmm. pushback they're going to get on that in the future. Because you you can tell them no. Wow. Yeah, I I've, I've, I've never ran into that yet. I mean, I'm kind of surprised to have it, but. I'd say uh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it was my first time running into it, too, and I just was like, uh, I'm not allowed to do it. You know what I mean? Um, I don't want to guarantee – I can give you the room, but I don't want to guarantee you a room, and then they turn you around because I do my timeshare. So, yeah, I, I definitely know what you mean. But, yeah, I think you could eh, – I think you could say no if it's your own personal property. I know hotels can't. Yeah, I mean, you're still, still your personal area. Yeah, exactly. Let me see here. Sorry. See, oh. see this real quick. I, I I laid back in the cut right there, um, Charles, because I, I just got a booking. You know, I'm I'm still in the excited. This is so cool phase. And for like, we've been doing this podcast for a little while, and um and Mike is a, a really good at, le- at like leaving me high and dry because he's got so <laughs> many freaking bookings. He runs 160. I don't know timeshares, right? So he's just sometimes he'll oh, just wow. be on his phone smiling and smiling. I'm like, dang, I gotta keep this. I gotta keep this show going, and now it's payback. It's payback, Charles. <laughs> I got a booking. I got a booking. <laughs> yes, Steve's been up and running for like. Yeah, Steve's been up and running for like two weeks, and he's killing it. You know, he's getting those bookings. You know, when you you get that first ding, and ever since then, it's just like you just keep waiting for it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I love that Airbnb sound. Is like my favorite sound in the world. <laughs> <laughs> when you get that sound that someone just booked your apartment, I love that. Yeah, that's that 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 money bag, man. That money bag. <laughs> yeah, I drop everything. You know, I try to respond in like ten seconds to it. <laughs> You're like, hold on, honey, hold on, hold that thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, my girlfriend already knows, man. She's like, oh, you got a booking, didn't you? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, because my wife, like in the middle of the night, if she hears that. She's like, they can wait in the morning. They can wait till the morning. And like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I know what you mean, man. Pretty excited about things that Airbnb. Oh, yeah. think Pretty excited about, like, things that Airbnb is doing. Like, the whole, uh, you have multiple listings, right? Yes. So you, you know that little new feature that they have so you can manage all your listings at one time? Yes, it makes it a lot easier. Man, I know. I saw that today. I was so happy. It makes I was it like, a lot easier. Cause I, cause I have like I'm up to like 180 listings now because I be I had to like add, I ended up adding a bunch more because they let you duplicate listings now and that's the feature I needed, 
it's crazy. I sent them an email about that two days ago. They they already added it. I was like, yes. So yeah, it, it makes it way easier to uh, manage it. Yeah, have you guys ever had any problems with uh, Airbnb's like customer service stuff? They've always been like super great to me anytime I call. The customer service has been good to you. <laughs> you sound yeah, bubbled. I know it sounds weird, right? It sounds <laughs> weird, uh, but they, anytime I call, uh, I call that. They gave me like a, when I became a super host, they gave me like a super host hotline number, and anytime mm-hmm. I call, they're they're on it. Yeah, I, I call up that line too, and they're sometimes not on it. But <laughs> they're off it, bro. <laughs> but no, I don't. I don't know. I've had a few issues with Airbnb, but uh, uh, the last couple weeks it's been pretty good. Actually, now their customer service is really good with me because after we had like one little scuffle, like if any of my guests call them about anything, they call me or send me an email. They're like, "Hey, this guest called in. They want this, this, and this, and we'll let you know every step of the way." Because they ended up taking some money from me one time wrongfully and ever since then they've been on top of it so i could say at this point they've been good but who knows in the future what's going to happen and so another question i have for you do you list on any other sites besides airbnb like vrbo um i've looked into them um i actually just read have you heard have you seen airbnb's book like the airbnb story have i what it's uh they have a someone wrote a book about like how airbnb got started uh-huh. Uh, they talk a lot about the other companies that are like rivals to Airbnb. Um, I've checked some of them out, but I, I still think Airbnb is the most viable option. Mm-hmm. Have, so, like, okay, I only list on VRBO, but what I do on VRBO is I just raise my prices sky high. Um, and <laughs> no, no, no. Like, so pretty much what it is is like I raise them sky high. So if I get a booking on there, okay, cool, it's just extra money. You know what I mean? So. The reason I use VRBO is for that reason, and I, I actually got the lady I got hit up about for, and I sent to Steve. She was on VRBO because what I noticed is those people pay more for your place. So if you're on there, you should definitely list on there because you have a. It, it's usually more um, baby boomers on there, and they're willing to pay more for right. your place. What happens if you got two bookings at the same time? Uh, no, you can just link the calendars. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, you just link. Yeah, just link the calendars. Once you have the calendars linked, you'll never get two bookings at the same time. Um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. VRBO. I, I I actually told Steve I I like that it's more it's more profitable than Airbnb, but Airbnb is where I think it has more traffic. Yeah, that's where all the millennials are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More millennials. So I had um I was trying to set that up, and I was talk about that in the next show about setting up my VRBO. And I, I quit. I just like screw this. This is this is not user friendly at all. I don't know who designed this at this um website. It was just oh my gosh. And they wanted their pictures a certain size. Oh, you can't upload that picture. It has to be yeah. this many pixels by this many. And I'm like, what the? And and so I told Micah, I'm, I'm not doing it, man. He's like, no, you got to do it, bro. I just got one for the other day for like five hundred dollars. Dang. All right, I got to do it, bro. Yeah, like, you, you'll get people on VRBO, like, because I, 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 sky, I sky high my place. Like, I had a dude stay for, like, a pri- stay in a private room for, like, 80 bucks a night. <laughs> but wow. it was on VRBO. So, I mean, he's willing to pay that. You know what I mean? And that's why I always tell people. Yeah, just, no, I'm definitely check that out. Yeah, it's just extra income. I mean, if you just want to put it on VRBO, if you like, okay, I think I'm going to get more from Airbnb, just put it at a sky high rate do you use like a pricing tool um 
You know, I tried, uh, what's the... Beyond what's the really Pricing. Yeah, uh, I tried one in Columbus, and they said it wasn't in my area yet. What? What was it called? I, for, I forget the name of it. Um, it's like the, real, it's a really big one. It's not Beyond Pricing, like is it? One. No, I don't think so. I can't remember the name of it, but I called them and tried to set up like a demo, because I think if I'm getting 96% booking rate, I have some room for <laughs> yeah, high prices. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they, they said it wasn't available in my area, so I kind of just play with them myself to see see what I get. Yeah, try uh, try beyondpricing.com. dot com. They're they're pretty good, and they, oh. they'll they'll like raise your price to a pretty nice little amount if it's the right time and it's something's coming. Have you guys ever um, heard of Guesty? Yeah, I've heard of Guesty. Uh, that I'm actually looking what? into using that. Go ahead. I uh, well I called them probably about a week and a half ago. Um, it took them about six days to get back to me, uh, but they said they're stationed out of Israel. But uh, it was, I don't know, because the actual idea of it, it seems great. They only charge a 3 to 5% uh, for their management. Mm-hmm. But uh, I looked online at some of their reviews, and they have some, they have some really, really rough reviews on oh. that. Really, what reviews? Bad, rough. Bad? Really rough. Okay. Th- thanks for letting uh, me know. Like uh, they, like changing, they like change the guest password and their payout methods. Oh. Uh, essentially, you're giving them power to change your listing, uh, <laughs> help talk to guests, raise prices, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, it kind of made me nervous, but uh, I have a Skype session set up this Friday, trying to meet one of them. But it's like, like a really weird time because. I guess Israel is like, I don't know how many hours behind or in front of us, but. Yeah, me and Guesty would have a few words if they did something like that. <laughs> wow, I didn't I know, know that. that. Was, I saw I saw like six reviews that said like they changed their password and they were like locked out of their account for seven days and I'd Dang. be freaking out for seven straight days and I couldn't get into my account. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely not using them. I, I use Beyond Pricing and that's it. And I tried a Viva IQ, but they suck. I hate this. I'm sorry, VVIQ, if you listen to this podcast. But. Sorry, sorry, Jasper. Yeah, they they they, they suck. I mean, like yeah. I'll set up a message, no, it doesn't is. go. Yeah, because I, I this last week I've been working on automate my Airbnb, and yeah, VVIQ sucks. Get you a virtual assistant in the Philippines, man. Right there, I may ready. have to consider that. Seriously, yeah. they they're cheaper. <laughs> But that's that's um, yeah, man. I, I I'm excited about starting this, and it's cool that you guys are inspiring me. And um, I mean, ninety six percent, dude. I'm like at well, maybe at like what seven percent now, or I don't. No, no, no. I'm getting I'm getting up there. I started off pretty low, and of course the 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 websites. Of course, uh, oh, is it beyond pricing? Seven percent what? Uh, uh, occupancy rate. I, okay, oh, when I first okay. started out, you know, and it's funny. Beyond pricing puts that health score. Mm-hmm. And your whatever the ratio, and it's kind of like your health score. Your health score is like eleven. That's pretty shitty or pretty bad. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, damn, beyond pricing. I'm just starting off, you know. And it's like, <laughs> it's like your bookings are your bookings are subpar. You know, it's like giving me all this crap, man. It's like, what do you want me to do, man? You're the one pricing this crap for me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, for real. 
I've, I've been, yeah, beyond pricing, yeah, I ain't going to lie. You get excited when that health score goes up. When you see it in the green, you're like, oh, yeah. As soon as you see it in the green, you'll start getting bookings, man. That's why I love beyond pricing, man. And, it, and they only charge 1%. Yeah, 1%. Now, here's another, oh, wow. here's another gripe about VRBO, because I, I linked them both on there, right, on, on the beyond pricing. And, and the, yeah, the, the uh, Airbnb one, yeah, perfect. It shows me the, the prices, blah, blah, blah. I go to my Airbnb um, app, and it shows me, yeah, the prices are synced perfectly. I, and I go to the VRBO one, and, and it says, okay, prices on, uh, here's the prices on Beyond Pricing. They're a little bit higher than Airbnb. And I go to v, uh, VRBO app, and it's still at the same freaking set, 80 bucks a night or whatever I, I, when I very first started. I don't know if it's if the website's different than the app or something, but it's still showing. I'm like, I hope no one books that because beyond pricing is showing me that the the prices are where I want them. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, are you saying like on when you go to Airbnb? No, Airbnb is fine. Nothing wrong with that because okay. you switch on beyond pricing. Do you have your um, VRBO on beyond pricing also? Yep. Mm-hmm. And okay, so when you click on the VRBO listing, it shows all the prices there on Beyond Pricing, right? Mm-hmm. I go to my VRBO app, and it show, and they're not the, they're not showing up like the like Beyond Pricing has is, them. Is your is your thing in green and says on? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's like oh, that. you might have logged in at a sync time, like because it takes thirty minutes to sync. Uh, so you might have. I've tried it the last few days. Oh, really? I don't know what the deal is. Yeah. They're showing different prices on Beyond Pricing. Um, yeah, Beyond Pricing is showing the correct prices, the ones I want on VRBO, but VRBO doesn't have the, the oh, prices that I want. question. I are you going in there and blacking the prices? No, I don't think so. I don't know. I'm getting pissed at VRBO, dude. I don't, I don't know. You need to show me how to do this. Because I'm trying to figure out, are you going in there and manually changing the prices on... No. Oh, if you, if you do that one time, it, it'll, it'll keep it like that or what? Yeah, if you if you went in there and you oh I didn't the, change all of the prices I might have changed one just to just to price something higher. Yeah, if you change one of them, it's just gonna that date's gonna stay whatever you changed it to. Yeah, that one date, but my all my all my dates are the same. I don't know. I don't know. You need to look at it, dude. See, I'm getting frustrated, Charles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, it's enough to just start off with one app and okay, I'm I'm a newbie. I'm starting off with one app. I got this, and he wants me. No, no, do VRBO, do Craigslist. Do that. <laughs> Let me walk a little bit before I just dive in. You know? Well, because I was I was trying to give him that go ahead and do everything instead of waiting like I did, and then because I seen how much yeah. money I could potentially be making, I'm like, dang, I'm missing out on money by not pricing it here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because that's what I was trying to tell him. Sounds like you're gonna be on VRBO too soon, huh? Oh, I'm gonna be on there tonight. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I get off the phone, man, I'll be on there and be on pricing. So, yeah. so that's where a lady hit him up on VRBO, like wants to pay this ungodly amount a month <laughs> Told you, for man. something. And he's already booked up. Oh, that, just, that just makes me happy to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And and so he's in, trying he to send her money. <laughs> <laughs> and he like, yeah, month to month. That's awesome. Yeah. You don't have to do nothing. And um, but I'm like, who is she? How do what? What's her story, man? This it, it sounds too good to be true. Older. <laughs> Because whenever you're on VRBO, you get that older crowd. They have that dough, man. Oh, she, okay. So her thing is she wants a furnished place. It has to be. Yeah, a, okay, that's all it is. So she I was going to say she place. can come rent a badass, a, a nice apartment here yeah, for man. six months for that month or a fraction of that money. Hey, because I ain't gonna lie, I was I was in like a I was in a meeting at work mm-hmm. and I saw the payout. I was like, hey guys, <laughs> hold on, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> 
Because I'm like, what the hell? And then I saw what she was trying to do. I'm like, oh, okay. So, yeah, and I couldn't do it because I'm like, yeah, because I, I told her it, mine was a shared location. And I'm like, oh, you want a whole place? And I was like, hey, I got my friend Steve. He has a spot, you know. And that's the good thing about having other, knowing other hosts. We yeah. can kind of hook each other yeah. up with spots, you know. And, and I texted yeah, her. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And um, I sent her a link to my to my Airbnb just mm-hmm. so she could check it out. And I said, yeah, well, just let me know what kind of, what are you looking for, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and hit me up. But that, yeah, that was a lot of money, dude. Yeah. I mean, we're talking a lot of money a month. It's stupid yeah. money, you know. Yeah, it, was, it was like, I, I well, after I, because, you know, VRBO sent me one payout. So I, I divided it up and it came out to like 125 a night for 175 nights. So she'd basically, oh, wow. yeah, she'd basically be paying 3750 a month for a spot. Yeah, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's all I was saying. Like, those people are on VRBO, so the people with the money, man. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so. I was even, like, if she, because she has to be here this month, or what month does she have to start? No- November 6th. November 6th, and I've got bookings through December, and I was thinking, man, how can, I, how can I, no, well, amicably cancel. I would call, hey, hey, guests, I know you're, you want to stay at my place. But how about you stay at this place over here, and I'll help pay for the dang place, and it's better than mine. And yeah. just just to get that lady into my spot, man. Or you could, uh, I, I know a way to cancel bookings through Airbnb without them hurting your listing. Oh, let's hear this. Now, let's hear this. Now everyone, yeah, I, I haven't shared this one yet on the podcast, <laughs> but I did it with my condo. I did it with my condo, but it was legit what yeah. I did. All you have to do is get a letter either from the city. You could just kind of make something up. And just say your place is no longer rentable for this time period. And they will let you cancel as many. I, I canceled. When I had my condo, I canceled like 20 straight bookings. And I, but I let them know, hey, I can't host anymore. And they were cool with it. They're like, oh, we'll wipe it all out. And they wiped it all out for me. So wow. you, can, you can make the letterhead saying that it's from the city? <laughs> well, if you can, all you got to do, man, Photoshop. <laughs> But yeah, they if it's a legitimate reason, they will let you cancel as many bookings as you want. If something happens with your plumbing, your place is flooded, they won't hold it against you. Really? Yeah. Like when I yeah, when they I, sh- just, I just get scared cuz that super host bad, man. That means a lot. Yeah, are you a super host? Yeah, yeah, I've been a super host for like 8 months now, 9 months. Nice, nice. Yeah, I've only been a super host for like 4 or 5 months now. But yeah, it is definitely yeah, perks uh, to it. I'm just a host. Yeah, it helps, man. I, I really do believe that it helps with, uh, I think it helps a lot with guest security. You know, I don't think you get to that point if you don't have good, like, clean renting, you know, good, clean units. Yeah. Um, it helps with the bookings, I think, a lot as well. Yeah, definitely. Steve's on his way, man. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I'm trying. And I, I need to get the white sheets thing down, man. I, you know, I Me got too. Well, the well, comforters, comforters got to be white too, or just mostly just the white sheets. I do all, uh, I do all white everything, man. Oh, okay. Okay, Comforter, yeah, I need... pillows, everything. It's a good idea. Towels, yeah. yeah, it has a hotel feel, you know. Yeah, I need to do the all white towels. Yeah, I mean, leave you a can box. walk in and you can see if there's a if there's a hair on the bed, you know, they can see it. So. Oh yeah, that's why I put all black sheets, Charles. <laughs> So I have some hairy guests staying. I feel like that's how the guests think, though. Like, oh, these are black sheets. They're trying to cover up some dirt in here, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I never thought about that. 
Hey, same with uh, black towels. Like, it's my makeup all over this. Hey, I have yeah. a question for you guys. You guys were saying you said your booking rate is at what percent? Ninety-six. The past Dang. three months. Mine three sucks. Months. <laughs> you guys want to know what my booking rate is? I had to look that up. Yeah, yeah. What is it? One point six percent. No, it can't be that. Yeah, that's that might looking. be the that might be the rate that people the book view it to book view to view book. That's yeah. what, if they look at oh, it I'm and sure they book my, it. Yeah. My, yeah. Oh. Yeah, mine's probably like three, two or three percent. So with so many of those MBBs um, you got, I mean, I'm sure tons and tons of eyeballs are looking at them, but they're not booking them. So, oh, because I'm like, how do you have a ninety something percent? Okay, your you mean your occupancy rate, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Rate. Yeah, mine's only sixteen percent. It still sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, a lot of times, like, uh, like how, like, the, if it's two or three nights ahead, and I have like a Wednesday night open at like one twenty-five, like I'll drop the price to ninety-five because they have that. Have you seen the thing where they alert people when you drop it ten to twenty percent? Yeah, because so never mind. My- say, like when you drop it, a lot of times they send out emails to the guests that were viewing your apartment, saying like the price dropped ten percent, the price dropped twenty percent. So I think that helps a lot too. Okay. Yeah, because I got yeah, it's eleven percent. Still terrible. Uh, uh, mine is um forty five percent, Micah. I just thought I'd let you know that you know for a rookie. <laughs> but yeah, because I was like, because you said ninety percent, I'm like, dang, and I'm at one point six. Okay, gotcha now. We're having a pissing contest here. Yeah, you guys are killing me. I have to uh, up I'll, my game. I'll teach you some things about Airbnb, Micah. Okay, you know, just listen, listen to my podcast. <laughs> But yeah, man, Charles, man, it's been good having you. You were a yeah, it's a pleasure being on the show, guys. Definitely, yeah. man. You can come back anytime. It, it, this is fun. We have we have a lot more questions to ask you and stuff. We're sitting, uh, yeah, we're get, we're getting close to seventy minutes of this, and it's it's great. We're having fun. I, I learned some things, you know. I try to learn something from from every guest, you know. But the white sheets thing is a good thing, and um, no smoking. Definitely no smoking. So yeah, uh, that's <laughs> and um, it's great to have you, bro. Uh, I'm, I'm inspired. I'm gonna get mine up to. I mean, mine's only forty five percent. You know, it's only forty five percent. I'm gonna get it up to ninety ninety six percent pretty soon. Micah, yeah, you know, it might take him a while. He's he's a little yeah. slow at this game. Yeah, eleven <laughs> percent. You guys are killing me. <laughs> hey, but can you uh, text us the link to your Airbnbs, man? And we'll definitely put them on our site. You know, when your yeah, podcast yeah, comes for out. Sure. Yeah, I'll send you. Uh, I'll send you all the ones I have up there. And, and uh, I have a new one that I'm trying to get off the ground, so I'm definitely looking to get some good reviews for that one. Awesome, Dang, man. Hey, so any last word, advice to any new people wanting to do Airbnb? I mean, my biggest thing is this sounds like a cliche, but it's uh, treat people how you want to be treated, man. Like you come to stay places, you know, greet them, be nice to them, welcome them to a new city, uh, and I think you'll do fine with that. Beautiful, beautiful. Nice, man. The first reviews are crucial. Yeah. Nice. Definitely. Cool, man. Well, go Buckeyes, and um, yeah, we'll see you on the flip side. Yeah, go Rockets. You know you guys got CP3 down there now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I look forward to coming back to the show sometime. Oh, big time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you're ever in Texas, hit us up, man. You got it, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Charles.
Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.